Uh, so, so welcome to Top Base. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> I hope uh, you like uh, the environment and the yeah. place. It looks good. <laughs> it's good to be here, definitely. Yeah, because <laughs> we've been trying to at least uh, invite you and have you on board, but because uh, you are busy most of the times, so I'm glad that today I finally uh, made it. Oh, thank you. Yes, it's my sir. pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> and how is the, the weather and everything in Moscow so far, according to you? Well, I thought spring would be warmer than, mm-hmm. than winter, but... Seems yeah. to be cold actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, I can so imagine people are <laughs> poor expecting <laughs> us to have a, yeah. a very cold period, but a very hot period, yeah. but it's now like really cold. Yeah, as yeah. they always say, you know, I'm, one of my bosses mm-hmm. was telling me the other day that in in Russia, oh, we have uh, two types of weather. Mm-hmm. So it's either very very cold. Mm. Or just cold. <laughs> so, so according to them, this is the just cold weather. Yeah. You know, since winter as far. The, the Russian weather is always like changing yeah, very yeah, fast. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. When did you come here in, in Russia specifically? I think that was 2018. Mm. November of 2018. 2018. Yeah. So about four years. The fourth year now. Wow. And and back home, like, was it just like something you said that after uh, I'm supposed to maybe further my studies in Russia or mm-hmm. it's something that you like just that just came up randomly that uh, let me let me go to Russia or you, you planned it all along? Well, I, I didn't exactly plan it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've always wanted to do, to do neurosurgery. Mm-hmm. Right? But unfortunately, at the time that I wanted to that, you know, I was ready to start mm-hmm. after finishing my internship. At the moment, we didn't we didn't have uh, a training program for neurosurgeons in Zambia, mm. so um, I tried to look for places around mm. to go to, mm. but things just you know yeah. fell in place <laughs> because uh, at the hospital where I was, mm. the, the the neurosurgeon there is a Russian man. Mm. Yeah, so I got to see how he works and the way he does the surgeries. We got talking and. You know, I found myself looking at Russian places to to go for neurosurgery, and mm. and I got here. So, like, yeah. Yeah, the the they you're talking about someone who is more like, or would you call him more like your mentor, or he was just like someone that uh, gave you like a clue of saying, I think I'll go and further my studies this side. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd always wanted to be a neurosurgeon for a very long time, mm. but I think. I would consider him a mentor because mm-hmm, my mm-hmm. time with him, I had spent almost a year, six months with him before coming here. Mm. So during that time, my passion just grew. You know? Yeah, you yeah. Know, the way he handled himself, the way he handled the surgeries, I think that that built in, you know, that that like uh, confirmed the, the fire yeah, and just yeah. you know, made it grow a bit more. Wow, that's really amazing. So like. Uh, you know, there are a lot of questions that come up. For instance, you find that if someone is in the medical sector or in the medical field, um, oftentimes they are glued to that. Like, uh, people th- uh, think they don't do anything out of uh, like the pr- the medical profession or their specialty. Mm-hmm. But I've observed uh, you are one person who is like also putting out content out there. Like, for example, you. You're able to draw, mm-hmm. you're able oh, to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're able to draw, you're able to like uh, yeah. write very inspirational mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm like questioning or wondering to say, 
is it always the right path for, according to you has it always been the right path for you to say i'll just be glued to this mm-hmm. or have you taken the path of also trying to develop other other things well i think i mean i thought my drawings were secret but i didn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you know i've i've been drawing for for a very long time uh-huh. yeah i've been drawing for quite some time i i believe that you see even if you find a career path mm-hmm. as a human being you cannot be glued to one thing mm-hmm. right you need to develop other areas mm-hmm. you know there's uh there's so much out there that one can do. Yeah, that's right? true. And you know, if you can draw, find some time to draw. Mm-hmm. Of course there's no free time in this world, right? But if you like something else that you like doing, you can make time for it. So wow. I like drawing. Yeah. So yeah. And uh I do like encouraging other people mm-hmm. because all this means nothing. I mean, being a neurosurgeon or finishing my neurosurgery mm-hmm. or you know, in anything that you do everything means nothing if you cannot share your experiences with, with other people yeah that's cannot, very true yeah if you cannot you know uh share the path that you've been through so that if there's somebody mm-hmm. uh, looking in the similar direction as you are right now mm-hmm. they still have some kind of blueprint yes so yes, they don't yes. make the mistakes that you made yes and so they can learn from some of the things that you went through that's okay. why I post some <laughs> 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 that's that's an interesting point I've got yeah. a question for you uh-huh. like currently we have uh a lot of um let me say people on social media mm-hmm. that are portraying a certain kind of life mm-hmm. which is not the way they actually live mm-hmm. their life mm-hmm. but I've uh, personally witnessed it that you're someone who is in sync with the way you live in real life and the way you portray yourself on social media now how how what do you think about the people out there that are like you know everyone wants to have like maybe a mentor or someone that they are looking up to mm-hmm. and do you feel that according to your own uh, experience do you feel like it's necessary for someone to like would you encourage someone to have someone that they look up to on social media directly mm-hmm. maybe someone who is portraying a different lifestyle and mm-hmm. they are under stress mm-hmm. for example someone might see you going to the gym yeah. they may get inspired and that's actually true mm-hmm. but someone might see someone maybe going to the gym but that person is not actually going to the gym just yeah. trying to put out a certain picture mm-hmm. that they are working out yeah. That's a, that's a very interesting point. <laughs> a very interesting question. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've I've always encouraged people mm-hmm. to get a mentor. Mm-hmm. But a mentor in my opinion anyway. I mean, people have different opinions when it comes to who should be a mentor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. in my opinion, everybody mm-hmm. anybody can be a mentor. Mm-hmm. Right? Because at the end of the day, we live in a chain. Our lives are like chains, right? Mm-hmm. you know one part of the chain pulls the part that is behind it right yeah and the other part of the, the the second knot of the chain has to pull the one that is behind yeah yeah so all of us are mentors if for example i'm in fifth year mm-hmm. for example i'm a medical student or i'm in grade 12 so that everybody can relate right mm-hmm. if you're in grade 12 there's a grade 11 somewhere yeah yeah so that grade 12 can be a mentor to a grade 11 yeah right? because there's certain things that only a grade 12 
has been through that grade 11 does not know right mm-hmm. or hasn't been through yet yeah but there's a great 10 that that grade 11 can also mentor mm-hmm. right so i believe a mentor should be somebody that you see mm-hmm. right because so I, i've noticed that so many people as you said will <clears throat> find anybody random mm-hmm. on, on social media because they've seen them living the high <laughs> life right they quit the high life <laughs> yeah but at the end of the day, we see so many things on, on social media. Yeah, right? very true. But I, I believe a mentor should be somebody who's going, who's going through or has been through things that, um, that you are going through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So to answer the question directly, I think people should look for mentors within their circles mm-hmm. or within mm-hmm. their, their community. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's been through what they're going through. Somebody who's seen what they're, what, what they're seeing. Yeah. Uh, other than somebody from a very very different, different community, community very different conditions and they make everything look too easy that the other person will, will feel oh my god uh, maybe I'm, maybe I'm doing everything <laughs> wrong <laughs> yeah. how come that guy everything's going straight but for me but you no know, it's good it's good you have mentioned that uh, the point of having a mentor who is like maybe from uh, S- the same community yeah. or from a similar background of mm-hmm. some sort because that drives me to one interesting uh quote that you put out on social media where you mentioned to say before you certain fields or certain talents or careers should be done with reference mm-hmm. to where you're coming from exactly. and not just for example someone might be from maybe zambia mm-hmm. they want to to do art, for example, but it's not as appreciated as mm-hmm. it is maybe in France. Yeah. So this person might have maybe a desire mm-hmm. or an interest in art and they get inspired by someone on social media. Mm-hmm. Would you say that is wrong mentorship or would you say it's okay so long as, it, uh, so long as a person wants to be mentored uh, by that person? Even well, if it takes them nowhere. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't really call it wrong mentorship, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody at the end of the day has something to offer. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though, you know, he might be somebody where, you know, where your, your conditions are very, very different. Mm-hmm. Your experiences are different. But you can still learn, pick up one or two things from them. So it's okay to look up to somebody mm-hmm. as... Um, something that you'd want to be in future mm-hmm. or you look at somebody like uh, like the example that you gave somebody who's an artist and you say maybe one day I would like my art to reach that level mm-hmm. right but for you to really understand the your community mm-hmm. because first before you make it out there you need to make it where you are right yes yes so exactly before you can you know think about that you need to find somebody, an artist in your community, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. somebody who, who has been through the, the challenges that you are facing now mm-hmm. and has made it through those challenges, mm-hmm. right? So that is the first person you're supposed to look up to and say, how did you work around these challenges yeah. in the community? Mm-hmm. Right? And once you deal with your community, then you can take your content out there. Out there. Exactly. Wow. That's really amazing. But, um, you know, there is one thing, again, that I've observed with uh, many young people, especially. Mm -hmm. Or I would say, not even youths per se, but uh, even some people that are in their late adulthood, Mm -hmm. 
like the concept of feeling less of yourself because mm-hmm. you go on social media you always find someone doing better than you mm-hmm. and people tend to feel like even if i do this mm-hmm. i i can't do this someone so and they maybe go beyond their means they do things that they are not supposed to do mm-hmm. do you, do you think this um the whole concept of social media mm-hmm. is negatively affecting their how uh, uh, can i call it mental health or mm-hmm. the way people think yeah or it's uh, the people themselves that just don't know how to handle the whole scenario or situation well i think it's a it's a little bit of both mm-hmm. and I'll, i'll explain why mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. yeah i was having this discussion with somebody uh, two three days ago mm-hmm. and you know at least we came to an, to an agreement that social media has brought both some good and bad right mm-hmm. um what you cannot run away from is that it has made the world smaller now we can mm-hmm. interact we can see what other people are up to mm-hmm. but even though not everybody will be comfortable enough or mm. will allow themselves to be vulnerable enough to accept that almost all of us feel that way mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. all of us you know sometimes now now a bit less for me because sometimes i get on social media Oh, I mean some t- in the past I would get on social media mm-hmm. and I would I would see and I would like look I can see people who are I was in the same class as this person right mm. and they are doing way better than me am, am I doing something wrong mm-hmm. right and in some cases you'd see people who are way younger than you mm-hmm. becoming millionaires yeah and, that's right and you're there struggling and you and you you'd ask yourself right, look am I doing something wrong or what exactly is going wrong here <laughs> you see but but mm. people won't tell you that they feel that way because that is it makes them feel a bit more vulnerable yeah yeah you see so what this has done is that it has created two types of people mm-hmm. right two extremes mm-hmm. on a continuum yes mm-hmm. so on one end you find a group of people mm-hmm. who have decided look everybody on social media is making it mm-hmm. it's just me Mm-hmm. In order they've done they've given up they've just said look it's not working everybody's better mm-hmm. I've stop I've, I quit right that's one extreme the other extreme created is this group of people who think how come everybody's doing it I need to work extremely hard mm-hmm. so that I also become better mm-hmm. right? better than them or so mm-hmm. so they can also look good mm-hmm. so we have one extreme where people are trying to work too hard people who um putting their health at risk mm-hmm. for the sake of trying to catch up to what they're seeing on social media yeah mm-hmm. right people who are not sleeping people who are not eating people who are you know letting their bodies rot on the inside for the sake of you know getting there mm-hmm. so these are the two extremes yeah right and of course we have people who are along that line people mm-hmm. who have who, people who have decided okay uh, maybe social media is not all that you know as it's uh, hyped up to be yeah. let me just focus on myself mm. and focus on my own success and on my own plans mm-hmm. of course that is where all of us want to be yeah but social media is you know there's so much information flooding us all the time that it's inevitable sometimes to feel inadequate sometimes <laughs> to feel less that's true that's true yeah. but the whole idea is that we should try to focus you know It's very difficult. It takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not an expert. I'm also trying. Sometimes mm-hmm. I feel less it's inevitable. 
but I always remember that social media, we're all different people. Very true. Uh, they have their own, <laughs> you know, conditions where they are. They have their own dreams and goals. I have mine. So I try by all means to focus on myself. Mm-hmm. When, I, when, when my thoughts stray, I try by all means to just focus on my own timeline, focus on my own plan, right? And avoid going into extremes of extreme like yeah. or becoming careless with my body for the sake of success. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a very interesting point. And you have really brought it out in a very clear kind of concept because people feel like I haven't been left behind. Yeah. And like you said, some people even feel like they are not doing enough. Yeah. In the quest that's of <laughs> wanting sure to do that, more, that's true. <laughs> they lose track. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And actually, you know, on in the, on the other extreme, mm-hmm. uh, where people become careless, it, you know, they try to become rich fast to catch up. You know, people get to a point where they can now do anything to succeed. Mm. And then people end up getting into things like crime. You mm. find people scamming people on social media. Mm. You find people committing, people become corrupt. Very true. For the sake of trying to get money. Mm. And of course, I mean, it's, it's, it's evident that when you get money in that way, eventually the law catches up with you. Very true. Very so these true. are people we see today, they are focused on their goals. Tomorrow they become rich overnight. Mm-hmm. The following day, the law catches up and they're back to square, to square back one. Back to square one. Mm. All right. So these are two two very, very serious extremes, but your focus should always be, you know, on mm-hmm. yourself and on your plans. Wow, that's yeah. really amazing. So like uh, on the issue of uh, like, for instance, we have the issue of mental health. We have the issue of, uh, uh, you know, people people just having that independence, independent uh, kind of state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like there has to be a shift where people should get away from living in this so-called box of, <laughs> of just trying to put out positive stuff out there? Or should it be just like, no, mind your own business and live your own life? Because... I may see someone's life on yeah. on the internet like this person is doing fine yeah. and I am having a bad time they're having a bad time but because mm-hmm. they have put out something out there I feel like my life is a mess mm-hmm. <laughs> what, yeah. what do you think about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well <clears throat> I mean of course we really cannot control what people put out there right mm-hmm. whether somebody decides to put to expose, you know, to to put out the the good side of life, mm-hmm. not the good side of their lives, mm-hmm. or someone decides to, you know, show us, you know, the the challenges that, that they are going through. Mm-hmm. Really, that we cannot control. But I think the problem that we have with mental health is that people do not talk. Right. First of all, we've placed just by mentioning mental health, it raises your heart rate because then you think (laughs) oh mental health i have a mental problem right so i think maybe what we need is to uh destigmatize Mm -hmm. mental health Mm -hmm. right we need to be more comfortable talking about it Mm -hmm. yeah especially with men i think we've seen a lot of men committing suicide of late Mm -hmm. or maybe we've seen too many posts of late about about suicide especially on on social media Mm -hmm. yeah that's true Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, so we need we need to come to a point where people become free to talk about it. If mm. you are if you are depressed, mm. you don't need to hide the depression, right? Mm-hmm. You need to reach a point where if someone is, is depressed, you don't look down on them and say that's a depressed guy. Mm-hmm. You look at them and say, okay, I need to talk to that guy, mm-hmm. right? I need to interact with him. I need yeah. to find out what is wrong. That is where that is the place where we need to get to. That's true, right? Where if I have a problem, I come to you and say, my brother. I'm in trouble. <laughs> and it's yeah. like this. And you can freely talk to me and ask me what is what is going on. And I can freely talk to you about it without that feeling of of, of judgment or that, mm. that feeling of stigmatization. Mm. Right? Wow. And I think as men we have a problem as well. We should we should <laughs> What's the problem? <laughs> the, pro- the problem is that we all want to be strong guys. You know, we all want we want to uh, we want to pretend like we have emotional muscles, right? And every time somebody says, I'll, I'll give you an example. Mm-hmm. If a man cries, what do they say? Don't be a woman, <laughs> right? If somebody gets upset yeah. or somebody, a man decides to throw a tantrum because there's something that they don't like, what do they say? Quit acting like a woman. Mm. So already we are already degrading or we're already making somebody feel less of a man mm-hmm. just by expressing their emotions, right? Wow. So we need to really, now, really work on... I've got one interesting question yeah. for you. I've uh, mentioned a very interesting part of, uh, you know, people being, especially men, like you have put it, being afraid of, like, opening up or coming out because of the stigmatization of, mm-hmm. like, so-called society. So what's your concept of manliness, according to you? Concept of manliness? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that, that's a, that's a very 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 difficult question because mm. uh, whether if you talk about manliness, because <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. we have this wow. concept of society, yeah. like when everybody talks about, for instance, masculinity, mm-hmm. uh, the concept of maybe being a man. Mm-hmm. Automatically, there are certain things that come to mind, yeah. but that's according to society. Now, I'm interested to hear your opinion about what you feel personally, mm-hmm. the concept of manliness. Like, what do you think would be the right approach, which is not toxic? Because in some way, mm-hmm. the, the society's concept of manliness is kind of toxic, and we can see from what's happening. Yeah. Well... This is my personal definition of manliness, mm-hmm. right? Of since you since you asked a direct question about manliness, mm-hmm. I will try to to give you my my thoughts on that, right? Mm-hmm. So, I think being a man is nothing but you know having uh, male genitalia, mm-hmm. right? Male, you're, you're you're born with male genitalia, mm-hmm. right? Because in the beginning. Uh, depending on on your beliefs uh, with regards creation, right? Mm. With, with regards to the beginning, right? For us to have continuity of life, you need female genes and male genes, right? Yes. So the ones that carry the male genes, man, right? Mm. The ones that uh, the the other half of this reproductive cycle, woman, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. That is the only difference. I think we should really come to understand that a man is a human being, just like a woman is a human being, right? Mm. So there is nothing too special about uh, a man's emotion that should be differentiated from 
a woman's emotion mm-hmm. a man must be allowed to feel sad mm-hmm. the same way a, a woman is allowed to feel sad mm-hmm. of course i won't go into the physical differences the biological differences you know <laughs> the difference in muscle mass of course yeah. that comes with the y with the y with the y chromosome right mm-hmm. uh, of course men are, bro- are born with physically stronger uh, in terms of muscle instead of in terms of muscle bulk and a bit of uh, genetics here and there yeah but on the emotional level let's allow the man to feel emotions just like a woman does mm-hmm. right there's nothing manly about hiding your emotions mm. there's nothing manly about throwing a tantrum or beating a woman that, that doesn't make you a man mm. right wow. what makes you a man is the fact that you are xy you are xx that's it mm. on the emotional level you are a human being i'm a human being you mm. have feelings i have feelings if you can express your feelings let me express my feelings without judgment mm-hmm. yeah All right Yeah. That is my that would be my <laughs> opinion on this one. I know I know it might be a bit controversial. I know it but I understand it might be a bit controversial but I believe on the emotional level yeah there is no such thing as superiority. You have emotions, she has emotions. We allow her to ha- to show her emotion without judgment. Allow me to have to show my emotion without judgment. Mm. Right? No, that's that's a very interesting kind of uh yeah. concept. Now, I uh, it drives me to another point. You are personally a person who like is engaged in, in quite a number of things. And you are in a field that's quite demanding. Mm-hmm. So, many people out there feel uh feel sometimes overwhelmed. Yeah. For example, by responsibilities, by you know what they are going through maybe work so how what's like you have you are looking at things you at least you are a person who is going to look at things both from a medical point of view and also from like the mm-hmm. society mm-hmm. as it is so how do you what's what's your concept of stability or you know because someone needs to at least strike a balance. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm I'm curious to hear your concept of stability in terms of striking a balance mm-hmm. as an individual because that will be what will yield productivity. Mm-hmm. And according to what I've observed, you're a very productive person and with time management right. also included in that. So I'm curious mm-hmm. to hear your concept. Well, I mean, oh, th- thank you. Thank, <laughs> you. thank you. I mean, I, I, did, I didn't know I was all that. But <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> I believe it's it's impossible to be productive mm-hmm. if you don't know your priorities. Right? Because you can if if you if you are unable to prioritize, you will not be able to see significant results in what is important to you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'll give you an example of what I do every Sunday, right? Mhm. Every Sunday I look at my week mm. and I pick out the important things mm-hmm. that I need to achieve that week or things that I need to do in that week that are very important. Mm-hmm. Either important for the short term or important for the long term. Mm. So there are certain things that I do progressively, you know, maybe once a week, twice a week, but that's for the long run. And there are certain things that maybe I deadline in the next two weeks or something so mm. that those are priorities so i first fix priorities on particular days 
and then I add everything else, right? So your priorities can be, you know, depending on what you do, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm a doctor, mm-hmm. so my priority becomes partly work. Mm-hmm. I I draw, mm-hmm. right? So that is also a priority to me because to me that is important. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it a particular time mm-hmm. uh, during the week, right? If let's say you are married, you, if let's say you are a married man, right? Mm-hmm. And you have a family, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> and you have children. Those are priorities. So which means you should apply time uh, for all your priorities, including your your, your wife. Uh, if you have in a relationship, for example, for your partner, if mm-hmm. you have children, for your children, right? So if you apply time to your priorities first, you'll be able to see results in the things that matter to you. Mm. Right? That is how I look at, uh, at my... So project. in short, you are saying the, the, uh, the challenge is not time itself, but uh, the aspect of someone having the ability to set priorities to say, I'm supposed to exactly. do this. Exactly. I think for, for, for a very, very long time, I believed, you know, that uh, 24 hours was not enough in a day. Mm. But then I asked myself, I mean, of course, nobody's going to say, uh, don't sleep because you need your sleep, right? Mm. But if you checked in a day, if, for example, you like watching series, mm-hmm. one episode is like 45 to one hour. Mm-hmm. Right? How mm-hmm. many do you watch in a day? How many how how many hours do you spend just sitting and doing nothing, mm. or how many time uh, how many hours do you spend uh, on the metro, for example? You you're always moving, you know, mm. from one place to another on the metro. But how much time do you spend on the metro? Mm. So if you just sit down and look at the things that you do in a day, how you spend your day, you realize that you tend to have you have enough time to do what is important mm-hmm. each and every day. Yeah. So it's just a matter of time allocation. Allocate time to what is important to you. Yeah. Things that are advancing, either advancing your goals or advancing your relationships. Mm. And you see results in things that matter. Wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's also a very interesting concept because, you know, people are like, no, I want to do this, but I don't have time. Like no, no, nobody <laughs> has time. Nobody has time because that's the thing. Because we always feel that we are special because we feel that we don't have time. Mm. But time is there. It's just that you need to allocate it to what is important, mm. right? So, do you think the whole concept of having to set priorities is what distinguishes the people that seem? To let me give an example. Uh, let me put it in an example. For instance, we have got doctors, mm-hmm. or we also have engineers, mm-hmm. and maybe business people. Mm-hmm. But there always comes a time when we see s- the same people yeah. with the same maybe qualifications, but someone mm-hmm. seems to do or understand things better or do more than the other person. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's the dis- that's what distinguishes the so-called like winners? from those that seem to be at the same level. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would agree with you. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, as, as I mentioned uh, before, it's all about where your priorities are. Mm-hmm. Right? If today you choose, you decide to say, each and every day, I want to learn something new, mm-hmm. for example. Right? 
then if that is really important to you, if learning something new is a priority, if advancing yourself is a priority, mm-hmm. you're going to give it some time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at least on a daily basis or on a regular basis, you give it some time. Mm-hmm. And if you apply time to personal development, you develop as a person mm. because you've applied time to it and you're doing it on, on a regular basis. So you develop. So, yes, I would agree with you when you say that that is the big difference. Mm. You see, because you can only develop something that you give time to. Mm. <laughs> it's like a plant. I mean, if you don't water the plant, eventually it will die. Right? If you don't water it on a regular basis, you don't water it every day, you don't give it the time, mm-hmm. eventually it's going to die. No matter how big the plant is, eventually it's going to die if you don't water it, right? Mm. Same as your goals, same as the things that you want to do, same goes to yourself as a person. Mm-hmm. If you want to develop as a person, you want to improve as a person, give yourself time. Time. Wow. So someone might be curious out there and is like, uh, so what's what does he usually what are some of the strategies you use for instance you wake up in the morning mm-hmm. what's like you know someone has got this you i'm sure of this kind of principle for instance i'm supposed to do this la da da and stuff like that you still manage to go to the gym you work out you still manage to mm-hmm. go and do the, the the operation you mm-hmm. still manage to draw you still like apart from that ju- because someone might say like I'm sure there are people yeah. who say this is my priority. I'm mm-hmm. s- maybe a student, for instance. I'm supposed to study. This is my priority, mm-hmm. but you just like procrastinate. Mm-hmm. But that's your priority. But you just like procrastinate. Mm-hmm. How do you try, by all means, like for you personally, to run away from the aspect or shift of procrastination? Do you have some people that have to? maybe hold you accountable mm-hmm. or do you write them down somewhere or what are some of the may I call them strategies, strategies. <laughs> secrets to the <laughs> <Your> secrets. <laughs> uh, well procrastination you know if there was ever a master procrastinator mm-hmm. at one point in my life that was me mm-hmm. I had the crown I had, I had, <laughs> I had, I had everything you know I, had the, I was the master procrastinator mm-hmm. Procrastination comes in different ways, mm-hmm. right? I found, you know, at some point I found myself procrastinating by planning, where I tell myself I'm going to study, mm-hmm. right? So when you know, when I come back from the gym, I'm going to pick this book, I'm going to read this topic, and I'd plan and plan and plan and plan, and I wouldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. I'd spend more time planning than actually doing what I was supposed to do, mm-hmm. right? But then I realized. Sometimes, you know, you need to be a bit uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. You don't always need to do something only when you feel like doing it. Mm. Right? So that was one way that I used to deal with this issue of procrastination. Mm. Mm-hmm. I found myself where, for example, I, I had an operation for five, six hours. Mm-hmm. I'm very tired coming from the gym. Mm-hmm. But it's a day and a time that I've allocated for the gym, for myself, for my health. Mm-hmm. Because for me, gym is, is health, right? Mm-hmm. So I can choose, I can decide to convince myself that, look, you're too tired. Tomorrow <laughs> is another day. Yeah. <laughs> you will not die if you don't go today, right? Of course. Or I can go to the gym and just work out for 10, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Instead of my regular one hour, 30 minutes. 
What have I done? I have not broken the the routine. Very true. Right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes the best way to deal with procrastination is to set routine, to try by all means not to break a routine. Mm. If you, for example, have as a student, like the example that you gave, you've allocated time to say every day at 8 p.m. Mm. I'll be studying one topic, mm. right? Every day at 8 p.m., try to pick up a book and start reading. Mm. Even if you are very, very, very tired mm. and you know you're going to doze, pick up a book, read two, three pages, doze. That's fine. Mm. What is important is that you have not broken the routine. The day you break the routine once, the following day you'll be like, oh, yesterday I didn't do it. I didn't die. I'm still alive. Yeah. So maybe even today I can skip another day. You skip twice, you skip thrice, the routine is dead. No. Right? Wow. So set a routine. You know, there's this famous saying that almost everybody's talking about now. Just show up. Sometimes it's more important to just show up. Show up. Even if you don't perform to your maximum ability. Yeah. Show up. Offer whatever you have to offer. Mm. The most important thing, keep the routine going. Not all days, 100% days, <laughs> you know, just show up. Yeah, I've really mentioned a very interesting point. I like it. Just show up. Yeah. Even when you don't feel like, just show up. Because that you, I feel, that's even like you're developing a very good habit indirectly. Yeah. That's really, yeah. really true. Yeah. So, like, um, what are some of the things that you would personally, like, once said, like, I feel I want to share this, something that we want us to go back with. And meditate upon and just be like, hmm, okay. Because okay. <laughs> there are a lot of things we'll talk about with you because you are vast, you are invested in a lot of stuff. You are not someone who is like, you know, someone who's just think. There are people who are just like thinking about one thing. Mm. But one thing I like about you is that you know a lot of stuff, a lot of fields. You are not just studying up. Like, I, you, you recently started. Uh, me being part of your followers <laughs> on Facebook. <laughs> I saw recently yeah. I started uh, gathering a collection of books yeah. that yeah. not have uh, that, that 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 are not related to like medicine, mm-hmm. but that have to do with uh, financial mm-hmm. uh, management, uh, all these kind of uh, different kinds of books. Mm-hmm. So, like, what 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 some of the things that you like say? Okay, I think one of the most important mm-hmm. messages. I would also want to share is this, or that I want you to go and think about is this. <laughs> All right. So I'll, I'll, I'll tell you two things, mm-hmm. right? The first thing is, you know, um, I always wanted to, to read books, mm-hmm. right? I would always see people reading books, people, you know, telling me what they read, mm-hmm. and I would find it very fascinating, mm-hmm. right? Because I wanted to do it, but I always told myself, I don't have time to read. Mm. I don't have time to read. I mean, I'm in, I'm in theater the whole day. I'm coming back. I'm very, very tired. Mm. Where do they find time to read? Then I looked at my day, mm-hmm. how I spent my day. Then I realized, look, each and every day, mm. I wake up at 5 or 5.30 in the morning. Mm. I leave home by 6.10. Mm-hmm. And I get to work at 7.30. Mm. Right? So I've spent one hour, 20 minutes on the metro, mm. just getting to work, right? Yeah. And on the way back, I spend another one hour, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And during that time, I would sit on the metro 
and listen to music mm. or out you know try to see what other people are doing on social media and uh, you know you no know, non specific things that i really cannot look back and say you no know, I, i was doing this on the metro mm. then i realized well what if i picked up a book and read on the metro mm-hmm. i would still listen to music but i'll be reading a book mm-hmm. so which means I would read a book for almost three hours because I'd read a book for one hour twenty minutes to them on, on the metro going to work mm-hmm. in one hour twenty minutes coming back mm. and that's how come I've managed to read almost five books mm. in the past six months because I read wow. for three hours <laughs> every day on the metro yeah something that in the in the last two years I thought was practically impossible impossible because I thought I didn't have time mm-hmm. you see so that's one thing I'd like to leave you with mm. If you want to make time, the first thing you need to do is look at how you spend your day. Mm-hmm. There are certain things that you just have to do. So try f- to find something that you want to do and couple them together. Mm-hmm. I have to get on the metro, mm-hmm. but I want to read. So what if I got this reading and did it together with wow. riding the metro? Right? Yeah. And there are so many other things you can do. Wow. If you want to listen to an audio book, You go to the gym for one hour 30 minutes why not find an audio book mm-hmm. and listen to the audio book at the gym mm-hmm. right yeah so try to find things that you have to do that you have no choice but have to do and try to couple them with things that you want to do mm. right you find that you you'll be able to make enough time for things that you want to do in that case that's that's the, that's yeah. a very powerful concept i was yeah. i was start applying yeah, it. Uh, yeah it works The second thing I'd like to to leave you with mm-hmm. is 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 on the issue of slowing down your thought process. Mm-hmm. Imagine a scenario where you're on the metro, mm-hmm. right? Minding your business, you're listening to music, right? Mm-hmm. And as you are walking on the metro, somebody just comes behind you and hits you on the head. Mm-hmm. Or somebody just comes and pushes you. Mm-hmm. Your immediate response is that your heart your heart starts beating what's going on mm-hmm. and the immediate response is i want to to react right how are you going to react either you're going to shout you're going to push somebody you're going to punch somebody or something like that right yeah or if let's say you're at home you're a married man or you're in, you're with somebody and then you know somebody says something to you that is not really something that you like mm-hmm. your immediate response is you want to say something back immediately right mm. you want to respond mm. so what i'd like to leave you with is on my newfound definition of emotional maturity mm-hmm. right now in the past couple of months i've yeah. been trying to understand what exactly is this emotional maturity mm. and something that i came to understand is that emotional maturity is just the time between somebody doing something to you mm-hmm. and the time that you react mm. that difference that time in between mm. is emotional maturity wow that's very interesting so I'll, in my search for emotional ma- to, to understand emotional maturity mm-hmm. i understood that if you can increase that reaction time mm-hmm. you become emotionally mature if you can slow down your 
response, response yeah. the rate at which you respond. Mm-hmm. If you can increase that that difference between the time that something happens mm. to the time that you respond, slow down that time. And as you slow down that time, think. Mm. Right? Wow. Because <laughs> if something happens, you respond. There's no thinking. You make mistakes. mistakes. You regret. Yeah. Yeah, something exactly. happens slow down just leave your body just look at the situation slow down the time mm-hmm. think different ways see whatever is happening through the other person's eyes analyze the situation then respond if you can just increase this time here mm. you become emotionally mature wow <laughs> that is something i like to do with. <laughs> Mm, that's like uh, you just like shot me in the head. <laughs> that's a very powerful. I wouldn't call it a statement. I would call it a lifelong principle because it automatically helps someone to be in the phase of, you know, emotional growth yeah. and understanding. Wow, okay. it has <laughs> it has really been a yes. pleasure having you with us, and um, I'm delighted that it has been a conversation worth a billion dollars. Oh. <laughs> I could use a billion dollars right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah it's really yeah, good. Yeah, it's good. Mm. good. Yeah, I just hope you also had a good time being here. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Invite me again. Definitely. Yeah, invite me again. I'll, I'll definitely yeah. come. So if uh, you haven't checked out uh, mm, Dr. Jira's uh, Facebook page or Instagram, you can feel free to check it out. Uh, Dr. Musa Gerard on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, on all the platforms and maybe you might... You n- not might, but you will gain a lot <laughs> of information <laughs> and a lot of lessons. If either you want, to, if the, the people want to go to the gym, yeah. will get inspired. Yeah. People in the medical field, yeah. people are drawing. Mm-hmm. I can go on. And this is just you know, l- last words. Mm-hmm. Right? Just one last one. Right? Yeah. You know, all this. All this that we're doing, mm-hmm. all the work that we're doing, it doesn't matter mm. if you don't live long enough to enjoy the fruits of whatever we're doing here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So take care of your temple, all right? Take care of your body, eat well, you know, go to the gym or jog, but take care of your body. Mm. You owe yourself, you know, you owe it to yourself. Mm to live long enough to enjoy everything that you're working for right now. So as you work hard and as you do everything else, don't forget to take care of your body first. Mm. Guys, you have listened. You only have one body. Of course, <laughs> of course just one. Just one. You can change your phone, yeah. but not your body. Of course, spare parts don't come <laughs> easy. <right>? Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't exist. Uh, yes, sir, it right. has been a, a great pleasure great, to have great you. Pleasure, you know, man. Yeah. Mm.